So, what do we do now? She said we have to suffer. Why? I don't quite understand. Mary asked the children if they were willing to offer themselves to God and bear all suffering he would send them for the conversion of others. If the children did not understand suffering, they soon began to experience it. They were teased, rejected, and accused of lying by family and friends. Lucia experienced this cross the most. She began a lifelong embrace of her daily trials. Often, it was her silence that was the greatest sacrifice. She wrote, Denial of ourselves is most difficult for our human nature, but is also most pleasing to God. It's truth, hope, and a look at life you won't get anywhere else. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Now, that was the uh, voice of David Carollo. He's going to be joining me here in a moment from the Blue Army. And uh, you just heard um, a clip from a, a new film that's not out yet. You're actually getting a sneak peek. Uh, there is a, uh, a great new film on Fatima. It's going to be released August 14th. And as we get closer to that date, I'll, I'm sure we'll be talking a lot more about it. You'll be probably hearing from those in it and the producers and directors. But I think it's such an important message. I think it is so critical, so critical for our time. You know, gosh, you know, I think about I think about Fatima. It's been over 100 years now, right? Yet the message is more urgent than ever. As culture and peace continue to deteriorate, our, our Lady of Fatima has the answers to reverse this downward spiral. And it begins with two things. And this is really the key. And this is why... I am doing a 13-part series. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a 13-part series on how we bring peace and unity to our country. A 13-part series based on Our Lady's peace plan that she gave 100 years ago before some of the most turbulent times in the world. You know, World War I was, was ending. World War II was, was looming. There were all sorts of horrors taking place, the Bolshevik Revolution and so much more. We've talked about this many times. What did Our Lady give us? She gave us two things. She said, pray the rosary daily. That is a weapon. It is a powerful weapon. You know, such a gift for the world. And I believe that it was that prayer uh, that has brought not just about conversions. My own father, he had a profound conversion. My father struggled with alcohol for years. He was liberated due to, the, I believe, the power of the rosary. My mother's undying faith and her vigilance in that prayer. But it also, I believe, the rosary has done much greater things, defeated armies, brought down iron curtains, and uh, it will change your life as well. The other thing that, that I think comes from Fatima we need to talk about is, is this devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Uh, so much packed into these, these apparitions. Uh, suffering is another thing. This is something that I've seen in so many other apparitions, in, in Lourdes and Fatima, this call to understand our suffering. We just prayed the chaplet, St. Faustina spoke about this many, many times. You know, there, there, suffering can be incredibly meritorious, profoundly efficacious. Our Lady told us at Fatima that we need to accept and to bear patiently our sufferings and our sorrows. That's how you change the world. That's how you are going to be part of the triumph of the Immaculate Heart. Don't underestimate the power you know, in Revelations 12, if you go to scriptures, the woman closed with the sun and battling the ancient dragon. As you read that, the dragon is not able to conquer the woman. So he becomes angry, wages war against her, right? And the rest of her offspring, those who keep God's commandments and bear witness 
to Jesus. That's indeed all of us. It's you and it's me. And it does, you know, look, you, I was having this conversation earlier with a couple of friends. Doesn't it feel that way to you? And don't you get this sense, this vibe that we're in the midst of a huge battle spiritually, societally, so many different levels. Satan is the prince of division. And that's his hallmark. And you see the division in families, in relationships, in communities, and in, in society at large. Families and marriages are turned apart. Children are turning away from the faith. You know, perhaps some of the ideologies that have become entrenched in the culture, and it all stems from from something that, that I think gets overlooked, and that's atheistic communism, the errors that Our Lady foretold in Fatima. Remember what she said? And this is something I want to talk about today with David Carollo. Uh, Our, Our Lady warned. She's like, pray the rosary. Do it, right? Otherwise, and do penance. She talked about that, you know, penance and sacrifice. Yeah, it's so important. Such a, It amplifies the power of our prayers. She warned of the rise of, 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 of atheistic communism and said that Russia would spread her errors throughout the world, that the Holy Father would have much to suffer, right? There would even be annihilation of nations. Consecration was done, you know. Consecration was certainly done years later. But some wonder, was it done? Are we seeing the vestiges? Are we encountering? Are we living now through the ripple effect of that being done so late? Because with marrying consecration, with consecration of the world to the Immaculate Heart, with Russia in particular, come special graces. You know, Sister Lucia warned in, uh, of this in 1946. She did an interview with uh, uh, a priest by the name of Father William Thomas Walsh. It was published in a, a book called Our Lady of Fatima. And if you want to read this book, by the way, and check it out. I mean, I, honestly, I think you should dive into the message of Fatima. I think it's so relevant today. Uh, he wrote a book. It's called Our Lady of Fatima. It's a classic. And uh, you can you can read that interview on, on a blog. It's at bluearmy.com. Jake, maybe we can link over to it to make it easy for everybody. But um, in it, he said that, you know, what Our Lady wants is that the Pope and all the bishops of the world consecrate Russia to her immaculate heart. Uh, on one special day. And if that's done, she'll convert. Russia will convert. And there'll be peace. If it's not done, the errors of Russia will spread throughout the country in the world. So, you know, asked by the priest, well, what does that mean in your opinion? That every country, without the exception, will be overcome by communism? Now strap on your seatbelt and listen to this. You know what the answer was? Yes. I'm joined right now by somebody who knows the message of Fatima far better than I do. It is always a pleasure to have with me David Carollo. He has been joining me throughout the weeks. He was here last week as well. And, and David, thank you for your service there at the Blue Army and for promoting this message. It, it, we live in such such unbelievable times. These are special times. I had a guest on earlier in the show who said, uh, he called them interesting times. Um, give me your take on what we're seeing. And is this, uh, you know, are, are we seeing this as a result of maybe a failure to consecrate the world a, a little little too late? But give me your take on, on that. 
Well, good to be with you, Drew. And what it is, these are believable times, not unbelievable times. Amen. We have been we've been going down a slippery slope for many years as a, as a society and as a world. I mean, l- l- let's be realistic. Look at the things that we have normalized over the last. Just I think in my lifetime, the number of things that were just absolutely forbidden and 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 unheard of, which are now normalized in our society. This is that slippery slope that we've been on. And yes, it is it is a result of uh, not replying, not responding properly to this message, to this, to these warnings that were given. I mean, we say, well, Russia and communism, and to some of the younger people, even the communism thing doesn't even click. Well, okay, but what about the secularism that is the essence of it, the atheism, the lack of belief in God, and the belief in the necessity of devotion to God? I mean, this is what's taken over the society. That's where Russia has successfully spread its errors. Okay, and and today we're we're dealing with this. So these are not unbelievable times. These are this is this is expected times. This was just a matter of time before we saw things deteriorate to this point, and hopefully not continuing to deliver. You know, to 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 to, to deteriorate from here. But uh, we 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 know the solutions to things. I mean, let's let's be realistic. I mean, you know, uh, people hear prophecies and messages from you know, different places, and and you know, are we in the end times? And of course, what is our perspective? And that's maybe what we have to wake up to. Yeah. Is our perspective at this point our concern for our material and our physical well-being? Well, to a great degree, it is now. But is it isn't it sad that when that becomes threatened, we now wake up a little bit? Should we not have been waking up for years when people's souls are being lost and our own put in jeopardy even for forever? I mean, when did we, when we stopped as a society to admonish the sinner, to direct people, to do the things that have to be done? We've dropped the ball. We've dropped the ball as Catholics and, and as people of God for for generations now, for a generation at least. And we're we're living with the consequences of that. That's so, so, so true. So give me give me your perspective then, Dave, um, on the current upheaval in our society in light of the Fatima message. Um, what are you seeing happening? And in, in the past is the past. Okay, John Paul right. consecrated the world. You know, we know we have to entrust ourselves to Our Lady. The Rosary, I think, is such a critical part of this. But today, there's unbelievable division. How, how do we move on? From, from here? What, what are the next steps? How do we engage the culture and bring that transformation? Well, Drew, obviously it starts with personal holiness, okay? But, you know, the Fatima message was clear in 1917. Turn from sin and make reparation for sin. And she said, if my requests are not heeded, as we just said, many grave things will happen. You know, a second world war, the persecution of the church at the hands of atheistic communism. Russia would spread her errors. These We say these things on and on. And the question is, have we responded sufficiently? Well, you know, I, I just say let, let history speak for itself. You know, there, as we've, we've said this many times, there have been more martyrs for the faith in the past century than in the preceding 1,900 years of Christianity combined. And it's due to the isms primarily of the 20th century. I mean, uh, you know, in 1947, our apostle was founded to be that blue army of prayer to counter that red army of atheistic communism. And our job continues. Today, as, as the world apostate of Fatima, we're a public association in the church, and that's all, and, and that's an honor to be part of that. But uh, we're still the Blue Army. <laughs> we're still that army of prayer that is fighting. You know, we are the church militant here, fighting for the, for, for the church, for the culture. You know? and, and I think, I, I think what we have to keep in mind, too, is the... Uh, 
uh, you know, the most important part of her warnings were that many souls would be lost because there's no one to pray and make sacrifices for them. That's what she said after, after the vision of hell. Are you willing to accept what suffering God will allow to come your way and offer this for the salvation of souls? You know, imitating Christ when he came to earth, did, did he really merit suffering? Did he really do anything that, that asked for the sufferings that he put up with? But what an example. You know, the temporal deprivation of this era, you know, under the totalitarian regimes is nothing when you compare it to the eternal loss of one's soul, you know, brought about by the suppression of the church. There was your, 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 your horrible outreach a part of of the the communist years um, and i've done you know i've done many visits to, to eastern europe to the czech republic to russia i've spoken and um i i know that particularly in the czech republic where we have a vibrant apostolate uh, and, and and they just they just cling to their churches you know they when you go to the places that were closed all these years thank god they didn't destroy the the architecture and all they did a pretty good job of destroying the interiors of many but they they were able to take these back and 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 make them houses of prayer again you know and but just you know the when you think about just the sheer horror of the physical sufferings viewed during the vision of hell by the children you know was really eclipsed though by the understanding of the permanence of this condition you know and 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 the bottom line is people you know people living behind living under these totalitarian governments yes they were deprived of things physically but nothing compared to the the, the spiritual deprivation and and that's you know you know again people losing their souls what is everything else that nothing else matters right. you know without god there's hatred and chaos forever and that's what yeah. the, that's what the children really so, came to understand when they saw the vision of hell so david are, are we witnessing a war against civilization today is that how you see it I really believe so. This is this is a, a, a war against our very civilization. I mean, uh, you know, some event will happen in, in history, and I'm not going to comment on, on things that we, we know. We all watch the news, and things are sad that happen. But there is no justification for tearing down a society here. Uh, people take advantage of it. People who want to destroy the foundations of a society jump in and take advantage of it. And this is what we're witnessing here today. I mean, when, when you think about it, uh, you know, the, the, the attacks on, on, on that are happening are against the foundation of the civilization. When you attack civilization, you're attacking what that civilization is built on, and that is the church. You know, I mean, Christianity came from the Holy Land, right? And it converted the pagan Roman Empire. You know, from there, the rest of Europe. You know, and then converted Europe brought the faith to a large part of the world. You know, Europeans brought the faith to Africa. And now look at how many holy African priests are serving in this country to help overcome our vocational shortages. Now, the church it doesn't see color. <laughs> you know, not right. really. God right. doesn't see color. You know, and and this is the, this is what what people have to see the the work of the church and the sacrificing of the missionaries. So many different places. I mean, I saw throughout this, this COVID thing and how, and, and rightfully so, and I'm not discounting it, but I mean, priests, you've got to be careful when you go into hospitals and you've got to be protected. And uh, a priest friend of mine sent me a picture of himself because he, he wanted me, we were laughing about it. He looked like he was a spaceman with the big <laughs> outfit because he works in a hospital and, right, he, right. and he has the face mask on and the gown. He was going in to anoint somebody, but he said, this is how I have to dress. But we were it. laughing about it, and that's wonderful. But my heart also goes to, you know, somebody who is always kind of a hero of mine 
line, and that's that's Father uh, Damien of Molokai. You know, he went to he went to to serve the people with leprosy, and he became a leper himself and died of the disease. Well, so, you know, so so right. their souls were more important than his physical well-being, and, and yeah. I, I think that's uh, uh, that, that that's something that we have to keep in mind because uh, you know we're here to serve. I mean, we yeah. have to, and those the, the great people in history. You know, I uh, I, I know throughout history God has brought good out of bad though i mean uh uh you know i i'm a native of chicago and my wife and i have been very attached to, to the cause of uh father augustus tolton who you know his story he was born a slave in missouri he was the first african-american uh, ordained to the priesthood american born and uh he was a subject of that book from slave to priest which we do sell on our website at blarmy.com but uh, his, the story of his family escaping across the mississippi river to illinois his father died while fighting with the union army died in in, in in the service, you know, his education in Rome and his ministry in the south side of Chicago, and, you know, now his saint, his causes up for sainthood. Well, these, these are things people need to look at. These are people of all ethnicity, right. color, you know, it, it, like I said, God doesn't, souls don't have color, okay? <laughs> the, you know, and we, we have to, I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm watching what's happening out there. I saw the, the footage of the statue of St. Junipero Serra mm-hmm. knocked down in California, and you know, and I was thinking of the deeper implications of the action. You know, you know, we were there with our statue and our caravan this past September, retracing the steps of this evangelization 250 years ago. Wow. Uh, you know, and 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 it was it's such a beautiful thing. He brought the faith to so many people, and now he's looked as being evil. I, I don't understand where that comes from. Well, you know, great. you'd have to have a, you'd have to have real contempt for the faith to buy into that type of thinking, in, in my opinion, you know. I mean, statues can be yeah. replaced, but the souls that they yeah. saved, think about that. Well, it's, uh, you're, you're re-echoing what an earlier guest said. I had Monsignor Stuart Swetland yes. on the air, and he actually said, this is all about um, trying to, you know, it's an it's a attack on, on faith. It's an attack on religion, too, in some respects, taking down statues like that. We're in a war for the survival of our faith and our culture. I know that your organization was founded 73 years ago at the beginning of the Cold War, a very right. frightening time in, in history, and have accomplished yeah. a tremendous amount. Uh, if you're just joining us, I'm speaking today with David Carollo. He is the executive director of the World Apostle of Fatima USA, and we're uh, continuing a series I, I wanted to do on uh, what's the solution. I mean, we can decry toppling of statues and looting and burning and different type of legislation that's going on and what social media is saying. But but how do we really bring about change? You know, when, when uh, as I pointed out, the Cold War was looming or even when uh, the Second World War was raising, they were troubling times. What, how, did, how did the faithful respond? And what brought peace and, and in the end, a triumph? How did good triumph in the end? Uh, it's prayer and prayer of the rosary. Dave Carollo is my guest. I have to take a short break. Dave, when we come back, we'll grab a few calls. Look, I only have a few minutes here with David, so if you want to join us, I'll give you the toll-free number. You'll have to call in right now, though, 888-914-9149. If you're on hold, I'll do my best to get you. Okay, 888-914-9149. Uh, a lot to talk about. It's not just prayer either. I, I think another aspect of the conversation we need to have and I want to dive into, too, is something that I don't like and you probably don't like either. That's penance, that's fasting, that's reparation. It's a big part of the uh, spiritual battle. Maybe we'll touch on that too when I return. Stay with me. Our conversation continues right after this. Need some hope as a reminder that everything will be okay? Stay with us. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. 
The Relevant Radio toll-free studio line is sponsored by Charity Mobile, the pro-life phone company. Information about their cell phones and monthly plans is available at CharityMobile.com. We are here today to begin the process of ending the Minneapolis Police Department. Our commitment is to end our city's toxic relationship with the Minneapolis Police Department. This is the statue of Junipero Serra on its side. The Seattle Police Department vacated that precinct. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Yeah, just a snapshot of some of the headlines that I know you are intimately aware of. We are living in divisive and troubling times, but there is a solution. And uh, that's what we're talking about today. I've got great hope. I know that you feel like I do, that something is happening, something unusual, something different. I mean, there's always been turmoil and division. It almost seems that we are reaching a different level here. The world seems unstable, doesn't it? There there doesn't seem to be any logic and reason (laughs) guiding uh, not just our governments and our civil authorities, but so many on so many different levels. We are reaching whatever head, you know, we're, we're actually reacting, I should say, to, to whatever headline screams at us. And, and so many people are filled with fear. They're cowering at the narrative. This is a spiritual battle. It is a battle between good and evil. And we are the church militant. And uh, I'm giving you the weapons today, the strategies and the uh, the spiritual approach to these temporal issues, and I'm joined by the executive director of the uh, World Apostle of Fatima USA, David Carollo. David, I want to grab a call or two for you here, but, but very quickly, sure. let me follow up. Uh, well, let's go right to the calls, and then I, and you can follow up on that as well, because I also think reparation and penance is a big part of this. But Nancy in Chicago, you're on the air with David Carollo. Good afternoon. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Drew and David. Um, I am calling because we constantly ask, what can we do as laity? And none of us can go consecrate Russia or anything like that. But what we can do is fast. And I know you beat me to the punch, Drew, because I am so sick of people saying, what can I do? What can I do? And then they're called to fast call to do penance and the first calls you get every time you talk about that is well i can't do it because of this because of that i am a mom of six i am 40 years old i am starting to do one meal a day we fast as a family on fridays and i'm not calling to get praise wow. for that i am calling to wake people up wake up and embrace the pain you feel and offer it up my goodness there is so much we can do but the first thing we do is well, I can't really do that. So right. I just really wanted to push that through. Well, Thank God you. bless you, Nancy. I, I love yeah, your comment, and I love your passion. And I'm telling you, you're making a bigger difference than you'll probably even know on this side of the veil. When you stand before God and you're able to look back at your life with perfect vision, I guarantee you what you're doing here is making a difference. David, I'm going to let you respond to her. We only have a couple minutes oh, yeah, left. Absolutely, too. Nancy. I mean, you know, bravo for what you're saying, because that's exactly it. You're walking the walk. We have to pray. We have to sacrifice. And, and, and fasting is a big part of it. There is no doubt about it. Um, even our Lord said at certain points you need to fast to really be effective in certain things. So we, we, you're right. This is very important. But that's exactly We have to pray. We have to fast. And then we have to move to right action. See, that's what it all is. It, you know, prayer and and, and, and 
and fasting and these things bring us to the right. We have to act through the inspirations that we receive when we're praying and fasting. We have to stand up for what is right, admonish the sinner with Christian charity, because we haven't done that in society, and do not back down in the face of intimidation, because you know, backing down in the interest of peace sometimes brings about deeper conflict. You know, uh, and, and uh, encouraging our leaders, religious and political, to do the right thing and pray that they'll have right. the strength to act accordingly. You know, really, it's important. Well, so, yeah. well David, thank you for for being here with us. I know we only have a minute or two left, and um, again, if people want more information, I want them to go to thebluearmy.com. Jake has linked yes. over to some of the stuff that you have over there. I know there's some videos we put yep. up as well, but. Um, you often call yeah. people to uh, practice for Saturday devotions and others. Let me give we you do. the final thoughts here. And when, you know, we're coming on the first Friday, first Saturday, and believe me, that is the devotion that's going to bring about the triumph of the Immaculate Heart. Okay, the first Saturday devotion, receiving communion, confession, and of course, whatever you can do in these times, because we're a little limited in our abilities to get right. to, to certain devotions. But right. God wants you, you know, Our Lady wants you to you know, receive communion, confess, Pray five decades of the rosary and then spend 15 minutes keeping right. her company, uh, meditating on the rest right. of the mysteries. And believe that's, me, if- that's David Carolla. My thanks to him. I'll be right back.